0: It's great to have a sense of humor, but sometimes it can backfire.
1: And not only that, your ears stick out and you dress funny. Boy, I really told him, didn't
2: I? Yeah, you really told him. Did you see poor Charlie? His face was turning all red. I saw it all right. By the way, did you know Charlie's last name was Hazleton? So? As in Mrs. Hazleton, our teacher. Our teacher? Hey, Charlie,
1: figures are great. I wish I had some. That's a neat jacket you've got on. I really
0: like it. <laughs> we'll take a look at what's supposed to be a harmless joke and see what happens when humor gets out of hand on today's Adventure and Odyssey.
3: Oh, hi there. I was just working on one of my inventions here. I'm John Avery Whittaker, but you can call me Whit,
4: and this is Odyssey.
3: Hey, let's see if this thing works. Whoa, 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 hold it! Okay, so it needs a little more work. But that's the exciting part, because you never know what you'll discover along the way. Oh, don't take my word for it, though. You can find out for yourself when you come along on today's Adventures in Odyssey.
0: glad you can come along for today's adventure and odyssey today we're going to meet emily and mark forbes their sister and brother and in spite of the appearances they really do love each other it's only that mark loves to play tricks on emily and he does it a lot but today he's going to discover that when you play a joke on someone it can turn around and get you when you're not expecting it stay right where you are and we'll find out what happens right after this on his way to the dentist today. He doesn't know it yet, but he's going to hear a very interesting story when he gets on the elevator. If he can make it before the doors close.
3: Oh, just in time. Well, hi, Witt. Well, Gene Forbes. I didn't recognize you. Uh, What floor?
0: Uh, Fourth, please.
3: Me too. I cracked a filling last night, and Frank Graves was kind enough to fit me in without an appointment.
5: Oh, Witt, after what my family put him through last week... Dr. Graves should get a medal.
3: Oh, it can't be that bad. <laughs>
5: well, as they say, you'd have to have been there. Sweetheart, what do you want, bacon or sausage? Bob? Uh, yeah? Bacon or sausage? Please, Bob, Sunday school's at nine.
6: Uh, bacon. Uh, no, no, sausage.
5: Okay. Mark, go see what's taking Emily so long. I know what it is. She's wiggling that, too. Well, go tell her to get in here. What's the magic word? Go! Well, that works, too. And please let Frisky out. Okay. Come here, Frisky. Come here, boy. Bob, do you want plain toast or whole wheat? Hmm? Plain or whole wheat? Toast. Um. uh, (laughs) What's so funny?
6: (laughs) You know, all you need is a little check pad and a cap, and I would swear I was in a family restaurant.
5: I'll get one. I'll get a pad and a cap if it'll speed things up around here. What kind of toast do you want?
6: Oh, uh, let's see. Oh, I've changed my mind. I think I'll have the breakfast number six, the lumberjack special.
5: Bob! Honey,
6: I don't care. You don't even need to give me a choice. I'll like anything, really.
5: Uh, may I ask you a personal question?
6: Oh, no. What?
5: Uh, when you eat food... Mm-hmm. Do you taste it when you eat it, or is it just like you uh, sort of put a mass of something in there and swallow it, and after a while of doing that over and over again, some gauge in your stomach says it's up to the fill line? Come on,
6: I'm not that though. I taste things, but
5: toast is toast. It is not, Bob.
6: Okay, then pretend we're in the Soviet Union, and you're way up there in the party, and I'm just a peon that takes whatever dribbles down. You decide.
5: That's my seat, Emily. Oh, thank you, Mark. Now, Bob, how about if I give you a more distinctive choice? Oh, like what? Like, what would you like, Bob? A bottle of Tabasco or some angel food cake?
2: Yuck! Look who's saying yuck. Mom, she's got that tooth just hanging in there and she won't pull it. She just sits on the sink and watches it flip back and forth in the mirror. Gross me out.
6: Honey, let Daddy see your
5: tooth. Uh-uh-uh.
6: Yeah, that's the last of the Mohicans, isn't it, Emily girl?
5: Roast me out. Bob, I'm afraid she's going to swallow it. Nah. Emily, please go ahead and pull it. No. Well, let Daddy do it then. Uh,
1: uh.
6: Emily, stop it. You're too old for that.
5: Uh, I can't agree more.
1: I want Dr. Graves to pull it.
5: Well, let's see if we can clear our minds enough to thank the Lord for this food. Father. Oh, look.
6: Oh, no.
2: It just fell out. <laughs> <laughs> Gross <No>. me out.
6: <laughs> Father, thank you for that. You really do know what our needs are before we ask. Thank you also for this very tasty food and for all of your many blessings on this family. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen.
5: Amen.
4: Hi, Jean. Bob. Frank, good to see you. And who's this little stranger, hmm?
1: I'm coming
5: to see you tomorrow. You
4: are? Well, I can hardly wait.
5: (laughs) Neither can she, Frank. I don't know what it is, but you have definitely stolen her heart. And for a dentist, (laughs) that's not easy.
4: (laughs) Well, she's a good little patient, aren't you? Uh
5: Uh-huh. I lost the tooth today. See?
4: (laughs) Well, you sure did. Look, there are all its little friends still waving goodbye.
5: Emily, why don't you save that for tomorrow? Dr. Graves needs a break, too.
4: Well, Ruth's waiting in the car, so I had better go. But I'll see you tomorrow.
1: Mark's coming with me.
4: Oh, good. Well, God bless you.
5: You too, Frank. Say hi to Ruth. So long, Frank. I want to brush my teeth. When we get home, Emily.
6: (laughs) I tell you, when God made daughters, he sure gave us a fearless one. Aren't you, sport?
1: Yes. I'm not scared of anything. I'm like Donald and Goliath.
6: Donald and Goliath?
5: Why don't we all go home and brush our teeth? Mom, I just went to the dentist. Yes, you did, six months ago. Well, I know I don't need to go again. Mark, please accept this without an argument, okay? Your appointment's at 3.30 right after Emily's. Good grief! She doesn't even have any teeth. Yes, she does, in the back. Anyway, she's been brushing what's there ten times a day. Mom, that is weird. It's not any weirder than you're wanting to dust the erasers for Miss Foley. Well, that's different.
2: Emily, my sweatshirt's in there. Can I come in? I'm brushing my teeth. Golly, look at all the foam on your face. You look like you got rabies.
1: No, I don't.
2: You do too. Emmy, did Mom or Dad say anything about what Dr. Graves is going to do to you tomorrow? No. Uh-oh. I guess they don't want you to know. Know what? Hey, listen, I'm not supposed to tell. Tell me. Only if you promise not to tell Mom and Dad. You promise? I promise. Okay. Tomorrow, Dr. Graves is going to pull all your teeth out. No! Be quiet. Mom and Dad don't want you to know. You see, they talked to Dr. Graves, and that's what they decided.
1: Does it hurt?
2: Sure it hurts. That's why they don't want you to know. It's probably the worst pain in the whole world. Don't worry. Dr. Graves is pretty good. He'll give you one of those shots like they give to horses. It'll help kill the pain. I don't want a thought. Oh, yes, you do. Wait till you see the big pair of pliers he uses to pull your teeth out with. That's the biggest pair of pliers I ever saw. Ugh, I can't even stand to think about it.
1: I don't want to go.
2: Well, I didn't either, but it's not so bad. Once it's all over, you'll be glad you did it. Did you cry when they pulled all your teeth? No, I never cry. You just have to be tough. Just don't think about the pliers or the shot. Think about all the soup and Kool-Aid you'll get to eat. Maybe you'll get to use a straw.
1: Will you go with me?
2: Oh, yeah. I have to be there to give blood. Why? Because you're my sister, and you might need it.
1: I don't want to go.
2: Remember, Emily, don't tell Mom and Dad you know anything, because if you do, you might have to go to the
0: hospital. Today's Adventure in Odyssey will continue right after this. And now, more of today's Adventure in Odyssey.
5: about to say your prayers. Okay, honey, be there in a second. Emily, please tell me what's wrong. Nothing's wrong.
6: Well, we all tucked in?
5: Honey, feel her forehead. Does it seem warm to you?
6: No, seems fine to me.
5: Well, I don't know what it is. She says nothing's wrong.
6: Then I guess nothing's wrong. You want to say your prayers now, pumpkin? Uh Uh-huh. Okay
1: to go to the dentist. Emily, don't you want to go? No. Oh,
6: come on. I thought you were all excited about it.
5: I don't need to go. Why do you think you don't need to go? Frisky never goes to the dentist. Well, that's different. Frisky's a dog. Um, Bob, uh, why don't dogs go to the dentist?
6: Um, Emily, are you afraid? Yes. But it's Dr. Graves, Emily. Come on, don't you want to see Dr. Graves?
1: I'd rather see him at church.
6: Well, you don't need to be afraid, Emily. Dr. Graves is so happy you're going to see him. Come on, why are you afraid all of a sudden?
1: Uh, I don't know.
6: Did somebody say something to you? No. Well, let's pray about this, okay? Okay. Father, we just ask you to be with Emily tonight and give her a good night's sleep, take away all her fears about tomorrow and make this trip to Dr. Graves the best one yet.
5: Amen. Amen. We love you, sweetheart. Good night, pumpkin. Good night. Mark, you scared me. I thought you were asleep. Just getting a glass of water.
6: Good night, son. Good
5: night, Dad. Good night, Mom. Well, at least Mark's doing better.
4: Well, there she is, right on time. How are you today, Emily?
1: I think Mark goes No, I don't. Go
4: on. Well, let's look on the patient schedule and see what it says. Emily Forbes. So, I guess it's ladies first today. I've got some good fishing magazines over there, Mark.
1: Right. Thanks. Where are we going?
4: Well, I thought we'd put you in the yellow room that matches your dress. How's that? Oh, the yellow rose of Texas that I am going to see. Nobody else could miss her, not half as much as me. Okay, you want to hop up there, and we'll go up, up, up the lazy river, where the da 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 Can I spit? Well, sure, if you want to. Oh, it's a long, long time from May to December, but the days grow short when you reach September. You through?
1: Yes, I'm through, but can I have a glass of water?
4: Well, you sure can. But the days dwindle down to a precious few. October, November. You all right?
1: Uh Uh-huh. What's that?
4: My mirror? You remember that, don't you? We always use that.
1: What's that other thing?
4: Oh, that's the picky bird. You remember, she's the one that picks all the crumbs off the crocodile teeth. Can you give me a big crocodile smile?
1: I don't feel like a crocodile today.
4: Well, you know... I don't feel much like a picky bird either. You want to just talk for a while?
1: Yes. I want to come back some other time when I'm not so busy.
4: I see. Well, I'll be honest with you. I was just about through. You were? Sure. All I was going to do today is see if you're brushing them as pretty as you were the last time.
1: You're not going to pull all my teeth out?
4: Goodness, no. What made you think I was going to pull all your teeth?
1: Mark said you and Mama and Daddy decided to pull all my teeth out and he said you had a horse saw and big, big pliers and I wasn't supposed to cry and he said if I had told Mama and Daddy I'd have to go to the hospital.
4: Oh, Emily, your brother's told you a big, big story. He scared you, didn't he?
1: He sure did.
4: Well, I don't appreciate that because you and I are good friends and he tried to make you afraid of me. Are you afraid of me?
1: I don't think so.
4: Let me ask that again. I don't think I heard you right. Are you afraid of me, Emily Forbes? No. Oh, that makes me so happy I want to sing and dance. But first, you know what I want to do?
1: No, what?
4: I want to give your brother a little taste of his own medicine. Will you help me? afraid i won't have time to examine you today
2: all right Uh, i mean yes yes sir
4: i'm glad you're here though son because your sister needs a pint of blood fast and she said you'd be happy to give it my blood oh i should have known better than to pull all of her teeth at once but what's done is done and there's no time to waste so roll up your sleeve and follow me
2: uh maybe you could call my dad He gives blood every year. There
4: isn't time. Sit in the chair. Oh, I should never have used these pliers. I don't know what got into me. You used dolls? Yes, I did, but never again. (coughs) Nurse, throw me the needle.
2: What kind of needle is that?
4: It's a horse needle. Oh, I hate it when we run out of supplies. Hold your arm out.
2: No, I'm scared.
4: Who wouldn't be, Mark? Come on in, Nurse Forbes.
1: We fooled, ya. we fooled ya.
4: This isn't a needle, Mark. It's just an irrigator.
1: Squirming with it, squirting with water, Doctor Graves. Emily, I'm gonna tell on you. Go ahead, tell on me. I don't really care.
4: You know, Mark, I think you should tell your parents. I think you should tell them the whole story. Oh. That's a pretty big oh, isn't it? Yes, sir. Well, you don't have to. They already know. They do. Mark. I know it was fun for you to fool Emily the way you did, but a joke like that hurts too much. Emily and I are friends, and you made her afraid of me. That hurts. You made her afraid of her parents, so she lied to them when they wanted to help her. That hurts. And you made her go through one terrible day of dread. That's a wasted day, and that hurts. You want to say something?
2: Emily, I'm sorry. I'm sorry I scared you.
1: That's okay. I'm not scared anymore. You want me to hold your hand?
2: Nope, that's all right. Well, guess we better go home. Uh ah uh. Oh no. You mean I still have to
4: smile big like a crocodile, Mark.
3: <laughs> 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 well, you win, Jean. After that one, I'd say Frank does deserve a medal. But I just have one question.
0: Well, what's that, Wed?
3: Uh, I'll come Dr. Graves never asks me to smile big like a crocodile.
0: (laughs) Oh, back so soon? I was just brushing my teeth here. I want to make sure my next checkup goes a little better than Mark's and Emily's. Mark's little joke sure backfired on him, didn't it? You know, brothers and sisters have had trouble getting along all throughout history. In fact, the Bible tells us about some of them. For example, I remember reading about two brothers named Jacob and Esau in the book of Genesis, chapter 25. They were twins, even though they didn't look alike. Esau was born first, and Jacob followed right after, holding on to his heel. (laughs) Talk about trouble right from the start. When they grew up, Esau became a skillful hunter, and Jacob was known as the man of peace. But Jacob was tricky, too. One time Esau came back from a hunting trip and was so hungry that he let Jacob trick him out of his father's inheritance for a bowl of stew. That didn't do much for harmony in the home once Esau realized what had happened. The biggest problem came when Jacob played a trick on his father. See, back in those days, it was a custom for the father to give his blessing to the firstborn son. It was something very special. As you know, that blessing should have gone to Esau. But Jacob did it again. Jacob's father was old and blind, so Jacob disguised himself as Esau in order to get the blessing. Pretty mean, huh? Well, it was, and it worked. Jacob got the blessing, and for years Esau was angry. So angry, he wanted to kill Jacob. Jacob had to run for his life. This went on for years. Just imagine for a minute what it might be like to make your brother or sister so mad for so long that you couldn't see them or speak to them for years and years. Well, it happens sometimes, as we see from the Bible. And even though you may not trick your brother or sister out of a birthright, you can do things that hurt your relationship and cause trouble in the home. Now's a good time to think about how you treat your brothers or sisters. Are you making them mad or doing everything you can to keep the peace? Maybe today's a good day to decide you're going to get along with your family. Oh, by the way, Jacob and Esau eventually made up. You can read all about it in the 33rd chapter of Genesis. Take time to read it today, okay? Adventures in Odyssey, the production of Focus on the Family. Dental Dilemma was written by Susan McBride and directed by Chuck Bolte. Our production engineer was Bob Luttrell. And I'm Chris, hoping you'll join us again next time for Adventures in Odyssey.